boy. That was a sweaty one, brother. You just gotta wait it out. Just gotta let her play, baby. Yeah. Good time for our boy Mike Jose, who's brand new to mute his computer. Oh yeah, mute that computer, Jose. Dude, did you see that message that guy sent about the Spotify at night? No. So no, I didn't. I, there was a, a good lad out there. So thank mm. you to this loyal listener. Hopefully him and his girl are being awoken to this right now. He said that his girl uses Spotify pods to fall asleep. Oh, his boy. Podcast, his Spotify is now synced <laughs> up to their Alexa. And so in the middle of the night, he's getting hammered with the glam rock intro song to Lisa. <laughs> are you that a guy, podcast sleeper aren't you uh i'm oh yeah i'm big podcast sleeper yeah we're getting yeah we're getting the score updated on the <laughs> boy this jose training day is like going tough here <laughs> just uh give me a break boys. yeah this isn't on you this is on joe this is joe's job uh, uh what's going on buddy how are dude, you I'm good. I got to say, incredible start for the Leafs in this game. Exactly Mm. what you wanted to see, right? They come out and they just start thumping the inferior team. They're putting to bed this Arizona group that, for whatever reason, has won every single game in Toronto over the course of Matthew Nyes' lifetime. I hadn't heard that. You hadn't heard that? No, I'm joking. (laughs) It was on the broadcast. They literally said on the broadcast 48 times tonight. Oh, I... I tune out, honestly. But yes, oh. I know. I know it's a popularized stat. Yeah. But they start beautifully, man. But do you want to guess how many shots they had after the Morgan Riley pinch? A lot less than they did before that. Take it just a little like a gander off the top of your head. A little a little shot in the dark. 16. Oh the, under, brother. Okay. Try again. I have no idea. How about I don't, how, about done. This, well, how much? How just about tell me. And less. Six. Six really? shots on goal mm-hmm. that they landed after the Morgan Riley pinch. That just tilted the game incredibly. All of a sudden, mm-hmm. Arizona had life. I thought that they kind of smothered the Leafs for big parts of it. And I got to tell you, brother, we do we do narrative talk and we do game oh, breakdown talk. The narrative around Morgan Riley oh, is yeah. getting hot. Guy needs a good game on Saturday night. Uh, regular season doubting Mo narrative is all the way back. <laughs> it's all the way back. It's just, it's just funny after doing, you know, the halfway through the second season of doing this show, it's, it's much like the news where, you know, it's every, we hit certain points of the season. We talk about the same things. You could run the same shows from last year. We're now oh, entering yeah. the, we're now entering the Morgan Riley. Uh, are we sure he's good portion of the season? Uh, because I hate it. I hate that yeah, portion. He's been, he's been, I know it's my least favorite part of the season every year where we dumbbells come on here and go, Oh, I'm not sure if he could win. And then he's their best player in the playoffs every year. We have to feel like idiots again, but yeah. God, back to back, not great evenings for 44 in blue and white. Uh, not pretty tonight. Front row seat for both of the goals. Uh, bad pinch on the, on the power play one, no box out on the second, or sorry, the shorthanded one, no box out on the second one. It's not, not pretty buddy. 
Well, the first one, though, I uh, listen, we'll get into some of the positives because the Leafs did win this game. And mm -hmm. I'm sure the chat's going nuts going, they won the game. Can't you just enjoy mm -hmm. it? We're getting oh, our guy. Dave Bedini, our guy, David Dini's hammering us every single time. We even uh, mentioned the critique of the Maple Leafs right now. We got to enjoy the moment, according to Dave. <laughs> okay, here's Leafs talk. Enjoy the moment. End of show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, yeah, it's so true. But I, I really do think that the, the turning point in the game is this pinch because, again, Leafs ended up with four shots in the third period, okay? Like, mm -hmm. one of those is an empty net goal. So three shots outside of a full-length goal from William Nylander. Let's go to this pinch because... Yeah, we're going to start with Riley. I think that he's the story of the game. I don't, it's three nothing. You've got a power play. John Tavares just drew one in the dirty areas. Tavares couldn't stay on his skates in this game. He kept, it was a tough one for him. He's going to be sore tomorrow. But just all you got to do is back up there and wait for the support of Nylander and regroup. It's just, it's, it's just such a needless play from Riley. And here's my, I think that's just who he is. I don't want to over dramatize this. Uh, dramatize? But, no, they can't do it. I can't say anything. Scrabble? <laughs> Scrabble? <laughs> Scrabble score? I wonder if it's in his head a little bit now and he's, and he's pressing. The, that like they were so good defensively without him? Is that what you mean in his head or just that he yeah. struggles in the regular? Like what's well, in his head? The, yeah, he had the Dash 4 game yesterday. Uh -huh. He's got yeah. this one. I just wonder if he's got it a little bit in his head going, listen, I'm never going to be the defensive stalwart of this team, but the mm -hmm. way I'm going to contribute is by stacking the points. And yeah, this is two games in a row where he's made a pretty tough error in the offensive zone. One was a mm -hmm. puck watch in the last game. This one was a bad pinch. Yeah, I just wonder where his head's at a little bit. I think it's a fair yeah. thing to ask. I think it's fair too. I also think it's game 50 whatever and they're in a playoff spot and I don't really want to have this convo right now, but it's relative. It's, it's a relevant one at this point. Like, it's just a very, we're just back around again. We're revisiting it. And it just feels like he goes through these stretch. Oh, we're revisiting baby. It's we're just home, through these baby. stretches, through those, these stretches of these regular seasons. It's always happens with Morgan Riley where we have these question marks and the playoff starts and he's dynamic. So we're banking yeah. on that again, but it's not been pretty for 44 for the last couple games. That's for sure. Nope. Nope. Just in general for the team, though, too, it felt like as soon as it was 3-1, they completely tightened up and mm -hmm. stopped playing their game. And Keith started to mess with the lines and mess with Mitch Marner. And it just, just I, I hate that when good teams start to play prevent defense. And that's what the Leafs did, where it's just, hey, try to keep it to the outside. Don't give Arizona any good grade A chances inside. Don't let get beaten transition and just leave guys back. Play too super conservative. And it just, it feels like this happens so many times where the other team gains momentum. The other team gets to feel the puck. Like Arizona had not touched the puck. Shots were 20 to 14 before the Kerfoot goal. And they yeah. finished with Arizona having far more shot attempts, more shots on goal, more puck possession in the offensive zone. Just stick with your game. Like don't, I, don't revert to bad habits. I just take it as that this is a spooky haunted matchup and the goats almost came back out. Like it really did feel like they were going to lose that game and it was going to be like the, the, the curse of the Kachina that, that like, what was the, the episode of the Simpsons with the space cowboy with the, or the space uh, coyote where he's like, he's like delirious and he's in the desert. I was like, that's what it feel like this is like, they're going to come back. They're going to win this game. And this streak's going to keep going. It's just, it felt like a team that like you said, it's just, they took their foot off the gas. They stopped playing their game. 
I think they kind of felt it that they're like, oh my God, we can't blow this. And I think they got a really solid, quiet, good goaltending performance from Joe Wall that really kind of put your heart at ease a little bit. But yeah, they completely stopped playing in the second half of this game. Basically, the, there's two games and you've outlined it. Pre-Kerfoot breakaway, post-Kerfoot breakaway. And those are the two really different games. Breakaway. I was enjoying it. I actually, you know what's funny? I'm, I'm not even kidding. In my head, in the third. I guess they probably had five or six of those in the last minute or so. But yeah, they they really they tilted the ice in the last period for sure. Yeah, they, I don't think they had that many in the final minute. They had a couple that mm-hmm. Wool made that were good deflections yeah. that he got in the corner. But yeah. yeah, it was a pretty dominant third period from the Yotes. And yeah. but the first half of the game, it's funny because the thought I had in my head was, "Wow, this is going to be potentially." one of the first least us where we don't even mention one solitary negative thing because they were, they were pitching a perfect game. Yeah. They were no start. They didn't have any, neither team yeah, had any was, shots in the first 10 minutes, but then they just took control of the game and it was, it was a, a, a whitewashing. They couldn't touch them. It was just one team, very good. One team, very bad. Totally. But here's the thing. I love a slow start when you've got Joe wool back in the net and you want to ease him in. The worst yeah. thing they could have done is try to play some run and gun style and force mm-hmm. the kid that's just co- come off of IR <laughs> back mm-hmm. up against the Arizona Coyotes where they're peppering him with shots in transition, like yeah. forcing him to make athletic saves. I, I, I liked Wool tonight, by the way. I thought he was great. Cool. And yeah, the, he, he's, again, quiet in the net, killing a lot of pucks. Good. went Like rebound control was awesome tonight, positionally solid. And the goalie gets beat on, the Kerfoot one. That's the Marner, by the way. That's the breakaway where you start to cut against the grain and then you mm-hmm. flip the puck toward like a little soft area by the glove and yep. it goes in the net. That's, that's uh, a, that's the Mitch Marner goal. When did he learn to do that one? I guess from Mitch, but that's the softest yeah. hands he ever showed in the last yeah, minute. No. He was, he was the last minute. He was beating it to a square. Like he couldn't do anything no. in the last minute. It was classic curfew. But that breakaway, I was like, Oh my God, what a move. I've never saw that one. That's a new I, trick. I, that I had the same thought. I was like, buddy, where was that in the million attempts that you had in Toronto? <laughs> All of a sudden, you've got silky hands, and you're turning off like you're doing the against the grain little puck flip towards the 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 goaltender's glove. Very nice, but yeah, I think that one I am kind of calling the Mitch. I've seen other guys do it all around the league, but yeah, the yeah. the Leafs do that get that goal quite a bit. And Mitch Marner, I think, is the one that started doing it, or at least the the first guy that I kind of remember sort of like patenting it. But yeah, um, let's. I, I, I just, just I like Wool. I think this is a great yeah. start for him. I I will say this. To me, it doesn't start any kind of goaltender discussion about Saturday night, though. Like you're rolling with Samsonov, no question. Okay. I, I guess so. I guess you don't necessarily need the points uh as much anymore. So I just think that like wait, know, need the points. You think Wool is already the better option? Absolutely. Buddy, he is Brothers, a way better goalie. The third highest save percentage in the NFL and the NHL since Ooh. he's come back. What are you talking about? Uh, yeah, but have you looked in February? Like it's way down. I'm telling you, man, he's just way better. And they're gonna clearly limit him. I understand it. He's coming back from a long term injury, but I'm I'm sorry. Like I just I I'm telling you right now. The only thing like he is clearly very good. And the only thing that really worries me is injury, and it's a clear worry. And every time he goes down, I'm, you know, a little tight. You know what? It's a, it's a situation where like every time he stretches, every time someone goes near him, I'm concerned, but like, there's like, there's no question who's better here, man. Like, it's just, you know, he's a better goalie. What do you mean? There's no question. The other guy has a far greater track record and literally has lost two games since he's returned. And again, has the third highest save percentage in the NHL, including one of the highest high danger save percentages in the NHL during the same streak. 
Like he just lost one game. The first time that he's given up more than three goals in a start since again, mm -hmm. returning like I, sorry, but I, I certainly don't think it's like some definitive thing that Joe wall who has a handful of starts and who's solid and who I really like, and who I think that has a very, very high upside is yeah. better than Samsonov. Like, uh, well, I, I just, we, I we're just gonna see, we're gonna go in circles here. Make, I don't even because I, I don't disagree. You can make a case because you just like, I'm watching. I watch hockey, and he makes me feel better. Like he just looks better. He feels better. He's more solid. He's not flying around the net. He's a better positional goalie. He's to me, he's a better goalie. And when I watch the games, I feel way more confident with him in the net than I do with Samsonov. And the numbers have been good for Samsonov for sure. But like you know, they they've they've gone the other way since that stat with the All Star break. Like in February, it hasn't been as good. I'm just saying, I I feel better about Wall. I, I do. Yeah. And I don't I, I don't know if that, I didn't think that was going to be a controversial take. I, I thought it just he looked awesome. I think though that's more. Of course, he looked awesome. That's again, this isn't taking anything away from him. I just think that the higher upside guy to me is still Samsonov, uh, mm. and you don't want to mess with Samsonov's head right now. You're clearly keeping Wool as the the B goaltender for now. I would mm. guess that it's going to be closer to a split than one would imagine. But as mm. long as Samsonov plays well and the Leafs are winning hockey games. You're keeping him as your 1A. The question is still going to remain, to me anyways, what is the leash going to look like? Like if Samsonov has a poor game on Saturday night, they're clearly going to go to Wool. And if he plays well, is he able to steal it? Like that that's the only question to me right now is how how much they play the hot hand. We talked about this at a different point in the season, but it's like Keefe, Keefe tries to win regular season hockey games. He doesn't screw around. He's going to, as the second Samsonov slides, he's out of the net. And so I wouldn't imagine it's going to be very long, regardless of, yeah, you know, his, his history with the mentals, his history with having no net to himself. But yeah, like I, wool to me was their, yeah. Wool was their steady guy. Wool was their starting, wool was their starting goalie when they got hurt, right? Like yeah. he was playing the majority of the games when he got hurt. Then he missed 85 days, which is crazy. Yeah. It's a long so time with a, with a flutter puck off the edge, off the sideboards that yeah. I still have no idea what happened. And then, you know, Samsonov and Samsonov and Martin Jones fill in admirably. We, uh, we don't really necessarily have to talk about how we got there, but by gum, we got there. It was, uh, it was a bit of an up and down back to back Martin Jones nights, Sammy down in the gulag. 84, 85 days. Yeah. 85 nice. days. I know that Sam, you know, Sammy in the gulag, Martin Jones back to back starts, but to yeah. me, you got your starting goaltender back tonight and it's he's the guy that's clearly the best goalie on the team. And I don't think they're going to rush him. I think you could be right that Sam, uh, Samsonov goes back on Saturday. Totally Had fine with that outcome. Totally fine with that outcome. I think he's just, you don't, you got to ease him back in. But to me, there's no question who's starting game one of the playoffs. It's Joe Wally. Who is your starting goalie? I'll take that bet. Okay. All day. Yeah. Love it. What do you want to bet? I'll, I'll take that bet. Uh, right. like I, I, I don't, I don't think it's going to be wall. Uh, I think it's going to be Samson off. Um, in the, in the first game of the playoffs, first, first game of the playoffs. I think it's going to be Samson off. Yeah. Oh my God. I, I think I, it's going to be the guy that couldn't disagree more. Okay. Let's virtual yeah. handshake. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Yeah. Standard. Handshake, unit, buddy. Yeah. There so we go. Yeah. Are we doing a farmer's uh, bet? Or are we actually putting something on this? Oh no. We're, buddy. I don't farmer's bet. By the way, speaking of betting, <laughs> yeah. if you add the over tonight, RIP. <laughs> Uh, over was half. rung that post. All of a sudden, oh brings everything God. in, and you got the over. It's five seconds left. He breaks out, and you're like, "It was the first thing I thought of." I didn't have a bet on this game. I just was like, "Oh, that's the over," and clanged it. And I went, "Oof, <laughs> that's 
That's a that's, that's a horrific beat. That is a yeah, horrific beat for him to rip would, it out. I would like to say though that I did give out Matthew Nye's uh, Sam Dole the is back. I'm back. You know, just red hot again. Had a few good yeah. picks in the last week, so uh, gave out the Matthew Nye's pick on the show today, and then Borny stole my thunder on uh, on regional television. That's okay. You know, that's yeah. what the that's what the big dogs do. You know, yeah, they, they, just, they chew the little they chew the puppies. They listen, chew them. not to not to you know disparage the dead because I'm a big Robin Williams fan, but yeah, Warren's kind of like Robin Williams, where he's going in the comedy rooms and he's watching the young comics work <laughs> and he's seeing their act, and then he leaves and he takes it to HBO. He does a big special, and you're the other comic uh, uh, lives a life without ever being known, and Robin Williams is known as a great stand-up wow. comic. Wow. I uh, I prefer his movies to his co- his, com- his stand up comedy. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But I, yeah, I love his movies. It's like him and Mencia, yeah. the two like big time jokesy. And then really? uh, what? Yeah, and then what's his name? Dane Cook. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Louis did great, that great episode, episode of great episode of Louis where he like confronts yeah. him about awesome. it. It's like one of my all time favorite television episodes. It's it's a phenomenal one, phenomenal yeah, one. Really uh, okay, so the positives before I mm. I do the Marner goal because it's just spectacular. It's beautiful. Yeah. I gotta say, fourth line, awesome. Bringing me around, like kind of dragging me by my hair and going, I like these guys. Ryan Reeves, I can't. There's room on Reeves Island, buddy. There's room on Reeves Island. I I would like to paddle over. (laughs) Come on over, baby. (laughs) He's playing a heavy game. He's getting bucks in deep. He's grinding on guys. He's scrapping a night. I went, this is Mm -hmm. the experience that I was hoping to sign up for. I'm loving it. But they just, they kind of feel like they're putting together a bit of an identity. Absolutely. Where Holmberg to me is a straw that serves serves the drink for that line. Like mm. I think we talked about Camp in terms of how much better he was when he had like Pierre Engvall on his line. Remember that whole like narrative with him last year when he got so much worse when Pierre Engvall left. To me, this guy is like a better version of Pierre Engvall, where he's just a little heavier, but he can still skate. He can still carry the puck. He digs out pucks. He's just mm. you know there's something about him that I just feel is like it's really fun to play with in terms of just his strength. And Reeves knows what he's doing out there. He's cycling the puck. He's going to the front of the net. He's playing hard. And like the hit that he, I don't know who he hammered, but he hammered him, shoved him down. And then that O'Brien goes in there to strap him right off the next. That's a great hit. Shoulder to shoulder, separates man from puck. Ref has to blow it dead. And then immediately those two go. And God, I love hockey fights. I hate, I hate the ref blowing that dead because I just wanted to be, you you know, that clip from, uh, Jerry D show, Mr. D where he's the, he's, he's playing floor hockey with the little kid and he gives the kid the shoulder. He's just taking yeah. it's underneath him. It's underneath him. It's, that's, that's all I was picturing there. Yeah. Was Reeves, yeah. The last thing you want to be is on the ice as yeah. Ryan Reeves is just standing on top of you, digging his stick into your guts and trying to fish a puck out. I wanted it to continue, but no, you're right, dude. He's just, he's been playing a heavy game. You're he's, oh. he's been chipping pucks towards the net. I, I hope he keeps fighting. It sucks because Rempy's not going to be playing on Saturday night. Apparently, he's week to week. Uh, really? But yeah. I, I just well, and he couldn't fight Reeves with that face. No, he's, anyway. he's he's got he's got a potato face right now. It's just yeah, it's like unacceptable. He's not he's not scrapping this guy. I want to say too about this oh, fight. If you watch this, grab. this swing there, no wait, right here. Yeah, he almost kills <laughs> O'Brien. That oh, one. that one. Lord. He just misses that. Yeah. If that connects. 
Yeah. Fighting and hockey might no longer exist. Yeah. Because we might be having a have, way more somber show than we are right now yeah, because the game has like, stopped. <laughs> yeah. And we, we got to go. It's, it's bad. It's really bad. <laughs> and you and I, as proponents of fighting, guys who love fighting, guys who absolutely hate all the crybabies crying about Matt right. Rempe right now, like there's yeah. nothing worse than social media that maybe just shut down than everyone being like, he's oh. just a kid. <laughs> uh, Ryan Reeves almost ended fighting and almost had to yeah. make me change my tune on the entire thing. And I would have had to be like, you know what? I agree. It's over. I agree. And can't have Ryan Reeves killing guys. So, so thank God. He Not just a sniper anymore. Still very tough. Like yeah. very tough. He went in there and he was chucking haymakers. I thought like, none of them really landed. Like you said, he missed that one few glancing blows, but he scored so the takedown. Yeah. He scored yeah. the takedown, landed one on top of the head, clear yeah. win for Reeves. Big Sally points at the arm. Crowd's going nuts. Boys on the bench love it. That's hockey, baby. It was awesome. Hey, guess what? Love what? hockey, buddy. Same. Me too. Love like that's buddy. hockey that I grew up with. That's like hockey. just boys flexing, guys loving it. Hockey. Loved it. Absolutely loved it. Especially some guy with a big beard named O'Brien. I <laughs> <laughs> so was an extra in slap shot, bud. Yeah, he's straight out of goon. <laughs> O'Brien. <laughs> It's just oh, a God. he's just a character on the way to the belt for Ryan oh, yeah. Reeves. Yeah, it looks uh, like he's in Shorzy, Yeah. So the Marner assist in this mm -hmm. game is yep. just beautiful. Signature. One of my yep. Oh, is uh am I frozen or is JD Bunk is frozen? I can't tell. Uh oh, you're you're frozen for a second. This is the first time for a while. I don't know. You're still smiling. Can someone type in the chat if it's me who's frozen or JD's who's frozen? Frozen. I don't look frozen. Am oh, I frozen? You're, you're maybe back. Oh, you're back. You're back. I'm back. Okay. You're back. Am I back? Is everybody back? Can we get the thumbs back, up boys. from the production team? Yeah. Okay. Yep, we're so all we're back. all back. Beautiful. All right. Well, that was a little sketchy. Uh, okay. So I just, this is actually one of my favorite plays the entire season. Like the little look back to see where he is and then the hesitation move and then just leaving on a pillow for what was that? What number of assists was that for him? This fiftieth of the year, 50. gorgeous. Yeah, he's, a, I think I forget the stat that they had earlier in the 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 game, but he's done. I think it's like that's his fifth straight fifty assist season or something, and he's like only one of five guys that have done that or something. No, maybe not even that many. I forget what the number is. Great job by me. Great stat that I just absolutely yeah, nailed. What a he's got, what, he's got, what a numbers guy. <laughs> that's why people come to this show, bro. Uh, I gotta Sammy's look it up. Numbers guy. Uh, okay. I can't look I can't it up. Joe, look it up. About Mitch. And this is going to piss off fans big time. So I think he's the only guy in the NHL that has, and he's not him, obviously. He's not even close. I watched him score the game winner last night in overtime where he just put his team on his back after a two-minute shift in OT, and he mm -hmm. rips down the ice and he buries the blues. But there's just that little bit of Connor McDavid to his playmaking. You know? Like, those two guys have a little bit of the same flair and mm -hmm. just... The, the pillowy touch, the space that they can create, and the creativity of the passing, I think that it's just... Kucherov's definitely... I just think Kucherov's different than those two yeah. guys with the ways that he makes plays. But, man, they just... They got a bit of a similar style with, with some of the playmaking. That's all I'm going to say. It's the closest thing of the comparison. I'm not trying to say he's anywhere close to McDavid. McDavid's the best player on planet Earth by, I think, a wide margin. But you know what I'm saying? Like, Absolutely. he's got the kind of closest thing to him. Playmaking. Like McDavid has all the tools elite. Yeah. Like every tool he has is elite, 
but math but so marner's good. marner's playmaking is just about like it's it's on the same level like he's not going to have 100 assists like uh mcdavid no. might and everybody's talking about it but he sees stuff his vision is uh, a top three top four vision in the league the stuff he sees before other people see it it, it develop it's it's amazing and so yeah there's third leaf in history with five career 50 assist season with mm. daryl sittler and borea salming pretty good mm -hmm. pretty good those guys are good yeah can i tell you one little confession though Oh, but these are my confessions. First, first of all, I'm such a chicken because I, I said that caveat so many times. So like, I'm not saying he's like McDavid. Baby. <laughs> I just don't want anybody to misconstrue my words. <laughs> I know, I'm, a I know. <laughs> I'm just like shaking in my boots talking about McDavid. But Leafs, our original six franchise, they got a lot of cups <laughs> before there was more than six teams. They had, you know, Sittler and Bory are great players. Yeah. Not like whenever they do the Leafs lists of like, and he's here on the Leafs list. I'm like, yeah, who do you beat? <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> yeah. the, top end is, the top end is pretty good. Yeah. The depth, <laughs> not so much. <laughs> There's a reason we have, there is a reason we haven't won a cup since my dad was 12 years old. But <laughs> Thank you. It's just the way we talk about it sometimes with these guys are like, God, there's the, going to be the highest scoring horse <laughs> of all time. Like, yeah, they got to beat one guy, Sundin. <laughs> we so had true. one guy for forever, and that's I it. Like, I know. It's so really true. not that crazy, just despite the. <laughs> organization being around for anyway I, I just i had to get off my chest because it's one of those yeah. things where they're like he's third he's fourth he's fifth and i'm like yeah okay it's like it the was david's stuff. numbers when he's like he's passing gretzky and yari curry it's like oh my god yeah it's like, that's oh pretty my good god. that's pretty yeah. good but yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah modern day i would think that passing leafs guys on the depth would be one of the easiest franchises since 67 to Great. to leapfrog the numbers like we kind of treat it like we're Montreal and it's just, it's not, you know, not anyway, that's it's enough. It's that's stop. enough badgering the boys, but yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, Keith says that Gio suffered a head injury and they don't know when he's going to be back. Pretty tough, mm. uh, crash into the boards. He jumps up in the play. He's trying to make a play early in the hockey game. And mm -hmm. for a guy who's a warrior like that to go off and need help off the ice, I think it pretty much told you it's significant. I actually treat Gio like the crybabies treat Rempe, where I'm like, he's 40 years old. Somebody protect him. You know, oh, like I go the opposite God. way with him. That's, dude, that just, a, that's a hard hit to make as a 40 year old man, dude. Brutal fall. Like, look at that. Like, Ooh, and he man, is. I hate it. Honestly, wish we capital, didn't even play the uh, I know. Capital W warrior guy never like he blocked shots he broke his hand he stayed out there for the rest of the shift when that happened blocks every shot Eesh. hate just, it uh, yeah yeah uh, awful so did you want to yeah. mention what Gio. your mode is put in there uh i don't that yeah we'll see um I, I i'm doing that on my show tomorrow <laughs> like okay. i i will say this so well we can mention mm -hmm. it. it's like friedman just said that labushkin uh was pulled from the ducks lineup and that the leafs and ducks were in discussions for him um, I think mm -hmm. to me, like, I'm going to, I'm going to do this on my pod tomorrow. JD Bunk's podcast. I have, uh, LaGreca tomorrow, which I'm really stoked about. I got, Whoa, Ramona really? Yeah. Don got LaGreca? Yes, that is got, sick. What know, a get. Really, I know. I'm really excited for Don LaGreca. Like, you better come right, buddy. You got to be I, ready to rock. Come on, dude. It, I know. You know, you know me. Saying, buddy. That's a big one. Yeah. It's a big, I, I also just recorded with Ramona Shelburne. And we did a lot of like, yeah, what ifs on LeBron and Curry with her reporting, which is really fun. Ooh. So if you're a basketball fan, 
Tune into the podcast tomorrow. Subscribe and review. Uh, I I think I was watching Dumba tonight because mm-hmm. he had the quote before the game of like, yeah, Toronto tried to engage with me, and now it to me it it does feel like the Leafs are landing one of Labushkin or Dumba, and mm-hmm. I got to tell you. I don't mind it. I know people like to crap on Dumba, but it's one year, three mil. And he, he upped his game last year in the postseason. Wouldn't cost you too much. I do think that he's one of those guys. that's a bigger game player, despite like you, you play for the Arizona Coyotes. It's kind of like playing for the ducks. Same with the Bushkin, right? You know, it's hard to get a good judge of what guys are. I've been historically a fan of Dumba's game. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't hate it. I really don't hate it. Do I think it's a perfect fit? Do I think he's the best? But if you're telling yeah. me that you can get Dumber or Labushkin, for you know what the Leafs actually have, which is I think something stupid like six picks from round four yeah. to seven. No picks. No, picks. No, 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 no. I'm saying they have a bunch of picks in the later part of the draft. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. They've got like five or six picks from round four to round seven. I think they have two sevens, two fives, something like that. Um, if you can parlay a bunch of those together and grab a Dumba or a Labushkin over. Yeah. Giving up your first plus something for mm. Chris Tanev. Which I wish I would have done for sure. I know you would have. We disagreed. You and I texted but about it for like, an hour. We don't, into, we don't really, we don't really get into this because you've heard it a yeah. million things, whatever. But I just, I mean, like I've seen Labushkin. He's fine. It's just, he's yeah. fine. It's fine. Both guys are fine. But guess what? I, when, when, when the Leafs went out and got Luke Shen last year, the thought was uh, he was going to be the seventh D. Yeah. Like you just need to balance out the lineup. You don't need to go get a superstar right now. I would just rather you keep the assets together. And when an actual impact player comes around, you can parlay the pieces that you have and, mm-hmm. and try to go out and get that guy that fits. Yep. Like I, I just didn't like moving one of the only five, four, five significant assets you have in the next three years as of right now, moving in for a guy who's 34 years old and had absolutely no guarantee of re-signing here and definitely wasn't re-signing here on the cheap by like mm-hmm. all the murmurs, by the way. Some of the murmurs yeah. were that he he wasn't taking a, ho- a haircut to be a Toronto Maple Leaf. So yeah, they have lots of cap space next year, so they'll, they'll need bodies. Yeah. Um, yeah. Try to get them. I just, the last thing I'd I heard about Labushkin over Dumba, by the way. What'd you say? Labushkin over Dumba? Yeah, slightly. Yeah. That's more, it's definitely a reputation thing for me where Dumba, like I think is sicker in my mind and I like, I like him and I like his, what he's about. He hits guys hard, shoots it hard, but like, they're probably very similar guys. Honestly, they're probably very similar. Dumba has more more of a chance at getting a big goal in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, I think Labushkin where he's at right now in his career and the track Mm -hmm. record is a little bit more solid. You know what you're getting from him. Anyway, we've run long on this one. I can't believe it's Last thing I had, very, very, I don't know if this is a uh, stupid observation, but the thing that I love most about watching Austin Matthews score goals at the NHL level is how easy it looks, how mm-hmm. easy he makes it look. And that goal tonight where Nylander, great pass from Nylander, who was absolutely smoking hot on fire, playing so well, three more points tonight, but he mm-hmm. finds him perfect slot. And like, he makes this look so easy, cradle behind him, like, just being easy top corner i he just makes goalies look so stupid it's just such a treat when he's on like this and he's at was at 53 now on pace for 74 i just i guess when you score almost uh 60 goals before the end of february i know it's a leap year you're obviously making it look pretty easy but god he just slings it up in the corner off the back foot 
makes it look pretty, bud. Makes it look easy. I just, I, 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 I love it. Oh, no. I, I'm no. just the only thing I'm actually glad you brought up is I thought Nylander was awesome in this game, and even oh, yeah. when, even when the Leafs went into yeah, uh, crap mode. Nylander was still good and Jumped. dangerous in transition. Yeah. And just, he, he had it tonight. He was the Nylander yeah. that we've grown accustomed to of just feels dangerous every single time he has the puck in his cream space. But the thing about that play is like that, I think it gets tipped. Mm-hmm. Like it gets the, it, the shot. No, the, the puck as nice tries to make the play yeah, across it. a stick touches it. And it look it's like a bouncing, ugly puck. And he just, it's like a soccer play. You know, when they do the, like the ball gets nailed in and, Somehow yeah. they got like the magnet foot where they're like, bing, and they just, it's the yeah. touch. And you're like, how yeah. can a human being do that? That's sort of how I felt with the pass right back to Matthews where I'm like, how did he just collect that bouncing puck and settle it yeah. and fire it right over to Matthews perfectly onto the tape? It was nasty. It was a good pass, like underrated pass. Yeah. He's got the touch of uh Maddie Longstaff, who's uh, now joining the uh, TFC ranks, but he's got the same touch. Yeah. So Longstaff. I don't know. Maybe that's not it. <laughs> no, that's not it. That's the movie. You what is watching. it? No, I think that's his name. It is. No, it is Matty Longstaff. It's Matty Longstaff. Oh, oh, it's a hell dirty of a boy, hand. Dirty boy. I, All right. I, I, I was already, I was already greasing the the TFC boys about a good chance that we could get going with that. There's got, there's some fun to oh, have with that one. I think there's some. Yeah, everybody's excited for TFC season to start. It's gonna be fun. Oh, be- I am literally the only guy. Yeah. <laughs> gonna be great when they finally get underway and they start playing games which they played on uh, they got a big away point in cincinnati best team in the league it should be soon it should be soon right it's coming around the corner when tfc starts their season anyway uh subscribe the podcast if you by the way i gotta say this quickly listen Mm -hmm. itunes we're tops in the charts and we've only got a couple hundred reviews be better like like we know what the numbers are we can see the numbers we see Mm -hmm. how many of you are just not bang in the five stars just do it just do it takes one second leave a nice little review if you uh if you care to do that to it it just helps people find the podcast it actually means a lot to us when you do it so yep. follow us on Twitter and instagram at jd bunkus at sammy mckee and uh yeah hit the thumbs up on youtube and we will see i will see you on saturday night with justin Bourne. you're off uh so yep. yeah me and jb on saturday against nice. the rangers